Sportsnet 960, the fan. The inaugural edition. The the season premiere. Episode one. Maiden voyage. Maiden voyage. Um, I think I think it's been okay so trip far. Trip around the block. I think it's been okay so far. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Okay, good. Time's flying by. I'm glad you're having fun. What? I'm, I'm I'm enjoying myself too. I got a low a bar. I got a low bar. Okay. As long as I'm having fun, right. that's all that matters. Okay. It's maybe it is all about you. Mm-hmm. It's Maddie's world. We just live in it. Bottom of the hour. Um, I'm living in this world now, uh, the city of Calgary. It's beautiful. I definitely want to hear from you. Where's the Where's the best place to get like a pizza, mm-hmm. burger, uh-huh. steak? A drink all in the same night. You really like may- hungry? Maybe I need my jeans hemmed somewhere. I need I need my salad cut. Trim up the beard. Where's the best place to go for that kind of stuff? I need all of that do you information. Need a suit? I do need a suit. Need a suit? I need a suit. Where do need I go golf? for a suit? I need to golf. You and I are going tomorrow. You have your clubs here. You lugged them all the way from it Toronto, so we have to go golfing. Re- uh, not from Niagara Falls. Slow down on the. I Sorry, I, I'm, I'm. Yeah, like I'll just, put a, I'll we've put a dollar in the, ba- in the bin as yeah. well. Yeah, I'm not from Toronto. I'm from Niagara Falls. Uh, we'll hear from you at the bottom of the hour, and later on, mm. um, we'll tell you where the Flames rank on USA Today's NHL watchable list. Number one. We'll do that. That's where they should be. But right now, I'm uh, really pleased to talk to a uh, TV host, covers the Flames for Sportsnet. Good morning to Ryan Leslie. Ryan, how are you? Gentlemen, good morning, George. Welcome to town. Um, I'm excited. Thank you for that. Um, Ryan, uh, full disclosure here, got a fantasy hockey draft uh, tonight, 5 o'clock Calgary time. Um, it's the only league I'm in. Can you give me a couple flame sleepers I should put in the queue? I don't know if there are any sleepers, not to duck or dodge, but I don't know hmm. if there's any real sleepers there. I mean, uh, Dylan Dubé uh, might be a guy that uh, we see pop. I think... Everybody's aware of uh, the big guns and Andrew Mangiapane and, uh, you know, the, some of the, the guys a little further up on the old uh, depth chart. But I don't know if there's any real sleepers of guys who are going to explode. But if I had to give you one, I'd think Dylan Dubé's my guy. Okay, I like it. Um, goaltending's worth a lot in this league. Do, do I take Jacob Markstrom super early? Well, I don't know how many people would advise. I've done that strategy in the past of taking a goalie early, and uh, then I'm getting laughed at. But uh, I think Jacob Markstrom is a solid pick when you look at uh, when you look at uh, um, you know shutouts and and the way points are uh, accumulated depending on the pool. So I think he's a great pick, and I think he's going to have another solid year. Ryan, uh, the team made some more cuts yesterday. Uh, some players sent down. I, I thought one of the biggest things that came from Daryl Sutter's press conference was his comment about there are some guys that were cut today that have had better camps than guys that remain here due to contracts or whatever it may be. Was that your biggest takeaway? And what did you kind of draw from that particular comment from Daryl? Yeah, I think that was solid. He also had the one yesterday about uh, nobody's really taken the opportunity to play with Kadri Manjapani. Uh, that's why he was trying Dylan Dubé, who he trusts and who he, you know, obviously values and feels he can use anywhere. But uh, the reality is, is, uh, you know, there's some, some uh, players at this point in camp who have not impressed the coach. So there's been plenty of positives, but according to him, he wants more. So uh, give the man more. Any surprises, Ryan? No, nothing. I mean, I'm a bit surprised maybe that, we haven't seen anything uh, breakout, standout, or you know, mind blowing at this point. But I think there's been plenty of positives, and I think on the outside we have to kind of temper those things, kind of look within, and where guys are gauging their uh, progress at this point. And 
Yeah, I just I don't know if it's I just I'm just not a preseason guy. So uh, I realize you got to use it to get tuned up, and I realize you know new faces got to fit in. So uh, yeah, I, I don't read too much into it, but certainly the coaching staff needs more. How have you evaluated Sonny Milano's game? Well, to be honest with you, uh, I haven't seen enough. And I think people, uh, including those coaches, want to see more. And, you know, I think people who are are watching this on a daily basis and people who are expecting more, uh, that's reasonable. I think you need to see more from him. And I think if he's going to crack this club, there there would appear to be an opportunity. I just don't know as though he's run with it yet. He's still still here but uh i have not been um you know at a point where i'm prepared to to think that maybe he's done enough so um he's a talented player um as we all know he can kind of hit another level but he just hasn't done so in camp yet would it be fair to say that michael stone's been the most impressive pto don't you just love that guy so much I just, I mean, at various points in the year, you say, man, this guy's a fantastic story. And this just, he just keeps adding another chapter. You know, I'd like to see the made for TV movie on Michael Stone between a stone and a hard place. (laughs) All right. Who stars in it now? Now you open that can of worms. Who stars in it? Uh, Oh, gotta be Brad Pitt. Um, No, I, I just the, the chiseled guys, jaw. We're not saying the Ryan Leslie story. We're talking about the the oh. Stone story here. Oh, the Stone yeah, nobody story. Nobody needs to see that story. Um, Maybe Ryan Reynolds. Will, yes, Ryan Reynolds. Um, I, you know, I just think with what he's done, and uh, and Maddie, you've seen him enough, been around him enough to know that this guy you just kind of quietly root for. You know, I, I believe he had other offers elsewhere. He wants to be at home, and you know, he's got a family and. Uh, and, you know, from a Flames standpoint, he's a guy that uh, you can trust. He knows the system. He's a good soldier. He gets in, and he's effective. If he has to sit, he takes it like a professional. He's never happy about it, but he understands the bigger picture. Pro all the way. I loved his uh, I'm always stressed comment after that last oh, yeah. preseason game. Just such a beauty. Yeah. The interviews are great. I can't get enough of Michael Stone. But now there's questions on the blue line, right? especially with Oliver Shillington not being here, unsure on kind of the timeline on how things are going to go there, and we really do wish him all the best. But in his absence, there's a spot in this decor. I think there's five guys you look at as locks. Um, you could probably say Hannafin, Anderson, Tanev, Wager, and Zadorov, and then five other guys remain in camp for one, maybe two positions. How have you seen that battle play out? Yeah, that's the big well, one of the big questions, anyhow, is – Who's going to play with a guy like Zadorov? I, I don't know if we have the answer. I don't know. You know, I'm guessing kind of what Daryl said yesterday about the forward ranks could also apply on that, you know, sixth spot on the blue line. I don't know uh, who's going to take it and run with it. I, I really like Connor Mackey. I wonder if this is his chance. Uh, Yusuf Alamaki spoke with him yesterday. He was just talking about having to be faster, a little harder to play against, um, you know, and he, and he needs to – and he feels he has, keep the mental game in check. That's a big step. I had a chance to visit with him over the summer. He feels like he's a different player, a different person. Uh, I'm not so certain um, that we've seen him hit another gear just yet, but I think he's poised to, and you can't help but wonder, 
you know, is it here? Is it elsewhere? We'll see how that plays out. But Malash is an interesting piece. Mackey, Valamackey, but Shillington, um, you know, you know he's an effective player with Chris Tanev as well. Could we see those pairings uh, shuffled a little bit? So lots to dig into. I, I know we always want answers right now. It's just a little hard, I think, at this point, given what we've seen. There's nothing clear-cut at this point. Mm -hmm. And, Maddie, I know you've been down there. I'm sure you would agree that we just haven't seen a lot of answers uh, figured out, and we don't have that clarity yet. Ryan Leslie covers the Flames for Sportsnet, joining us here on the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, uh, the fan. When it comes to that top line of Lindholm, Huberto, and Toffoli, how's the chemistry looking to you, Ryan? Well, I, man, I, you know, I, I think it's it's going to be something to, to really keep an eye on. I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's a trio that is dangerous for all types of reasons, be it fantastic playmaking, good finishing from Toffoli, the playmaking with Uberdo, the great two-way game of Lindholm. I, I just, you know, in camp, anyhow, you wonder if uh, – if you can see a little bit more on the chemistry for finishing and that type of thing, Uberdo is going to find Toffoli. Toffoli is going to find a way to hit the back of the net. So I think we're waiting to see a lot of that. It's an exciting trio to be sure. Um, yeah. And I think it's just going to take time. I think, again, we all want something right away, but we're still in camp. We're still fingering things out. And, you know, I don't, I don't expect to see uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they shuffle that uh, line at all from a standpoint of uh, Daryl's going to shuffle the deck constantly. So mm -hmm. I, I don't have a problem with that, but I think right now this is a great, uh, a great option for him. And uh, I just, I think in time you're going to see that chemistry start to really catch fire. Adam Klapka is pretty big, eh? Big boy. <sighs> Fun to watch. Boy. Yeah, what did you take like away from the 6-8 well. myth? Yeah, he's he's something. I, I don't I don't know a lot about him, but he is certainly impressed at times during this camp. And um, you know, he had uh, a couple of nice outings either in practice or in games. And I know he's caught the eye of management. So he's a big boy. This you know you got to like that size, and I think they do. And uh, I mean. I don't know about opportunity, and that's the thing. I mean, with, and Daryl alluded to it yesterday about contracts and who's playing well and who isn't. But uh, yeah, this time of year, we're always let's give this guy a shot. It just doesn't always work that way. There's there's a reason why contracts is, exists, and and we'll see uh, what becomes of this giant because uh, he is a beast, and it's great to see a guy like he and uh, Maddie Phillips uh, skating near one another. The contrast is lovely. He'll be fun to watch uh, down with the Wranglers this year. I, mm -hmm. I yeah, think Flames fans will get a chance to watch him down there. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. The other thing that I wanted to uh, mention to you here as well is as we look at how things are going to break down AHL, NHL, switching things up a little bit. But Connor Zary is a guy who had mm -hmm. a really strong camp, and I think one of the guys that you know you alluded to what Daryl Sutter said, probably one of the guys that maybe deserve to stick around a little bit longer, but contracts and everything that it, that it is, him being on the ELC, he has to go back for one more year. You know what? I know he's a first-rounder, so nobody's going on the limb by saying he can play. But um, it's a guy who's starting to kind of impress and turn some heads, I think, and I don't think that's overly surprising to many. But, yeah, they, I think they got something there. And uh, you can just see the way his maturity has uh, you know really evolved and and on the ice he's he's 
I don't know. He's just got more of a presence this time around, and it's great to see. And I actually walked into the dome uh, yesterday when he was walking out, had a brief exchange. It's just, uh, I don't know. There's something with that young man where he, I, and you could tell, uh, I didn't know at the time he had uh, been released. Um, and so, you know, I could kind of just see that there was a real, I don't know, he just had a way about him. I think on the ice, they've got a player there. I think off the ice, I see some leadership uh, and I, I think there's a there's a good future piece there of a player who I think can be a difference maker. You got to remember, Brad True Living traded down twice to get him, and not to suggest that that in any way is a negative. He knew he wanted him, he, and he knew he could get him, and he believed in uh, that group. Believed in him. It's True Living scouts. Everyone knew that this was a player that they wanted, um, and so certainly it takes time. We've seen some young players jump right into the lineup here in the past. But he's a player that uh, is coming along nicely, and I, I do expect to see him at various points uh, in the near future. And I'm excited to see where this young guy goes. Uh, sticking to the theme of coming along nicely, how's the power play look to you? Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't uh, I don't read into that at this point. I really don't. Um, I think he got caught up in the, the minutia of... of uh, preseason so it it fine i guess i i would if it was bad it wouldn't matter if it was good it wouldn't matter <laughs> I, you know those conversations wake me when the season gets going and uh and power plays will come along but uh, no i don't the, breaking that stuff down at this point is, is is pointless for me uh that's well said um but we do have uh questions to ask people want to know because again preseason takes are the best takes ryan because it's the fun ones that we revisit later on and go, wow, that was yes, a great preseason take you had. Painted into that corner. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the big one last year was these guys aren't going to, these guys aren't, Zadorov and Gabranson, these guys cannot play. And then they were Remember one that? of the Remember better, one of the, one of the best third pairs in the NHL last season. So that's the way yeah, the cookie crumbles. It did not go well at the beginning, guys. Uh, as anyone who saw it would be like, oh my goodness, what? is going on here this is not working game one there's no point in looking at that because nobody remembers um that it you know it wasn't going to stay that way it was always going to you know be something that needed to be evaluated in the regular season um and boy did it come along that was a nice tandem back there and you know i want to see you know a guy like Branson, i thought brought out the best in Zadorov, okay, is Zadorov going to bring out the best in somebody this year, or is somebody going to need to compliment him again? He wanted to be here. He is back. Now what is that thing going to look like? But, yeah, that was a really good tandem, and uh, I thought they brought out some some meanness. They were hard to play against. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, we wait to see, you know, who fills that slot. And uh, I don't know, you know, if we if we – it's a great example of not reading too much into the preseason. Uh, those are those are wise words uh, to be giving not only us, Ryan, but uh, the listeners too. Don't read too much in to preseason hockey. That being said, we're breaking down the preseason game between the Flames and the Kraken tomorrow morning right here on the Big Show. Ryan Leslie covers the Flames for Sportsnet. Ryan, great stuff. Thanks for this. Gentlemen, thanks so much for having me. Look forward to seeing you in person. All right. Me too. Can't wait. There we go. Down at the Dome. Yes, sir. Uh, with that With that treacherous catwalk. Uh, you know what? You probably won't see Ryan up on the catwalk too much. Mm. A lot of uh, work down in the, the bowels of the building mm. for Ryan. Got to be close to the ice with that role. Yeah, you do. Does a great job for the sports. Studios that. are down there and everything. Like we don't have the big fancy uh, TV suites like they have in some buildings uh, right. on the bowl level. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he'll be around. Not on the catwalk though. I'm looking forward to walking the catwalk. It's terrifying. Like I've even been there. Think, I remember even thinking it. about I it, my, it. My fingers are getting a little numb. Okay. I hate it. So you should definitely see the movie Fall, like they, we talked about earlier on. In they the show. used to make us do tours, uh, for listeners, clients, whenever you know we you know, pre-pandemic. Okay. And um, I loved giving tours. I love meeting listeners and whatnot, and showing them around the dome. They always loved the experience. But there would be a point where you walk across the jumbotron. Yeah, and I'd be like, "You can take a picture, but please don't drop your phone because I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. I'm going to go wait on the other side of the catwalk." Please go fast. Okay. And the other key about the catwalk is that there's two ways to go around the jumbotron, the open side and the closed side. Closed side for me every time. Okay. There you go. These are things I need to learn. Yes. I for also, the average listener, probably not important because you're probably not going to get up there. But you could look up at it and be like, hey, he was talking about that's the closed side and that's yeah. the open side. And it looks really far from there, I bet. Uh, these are things I need to learn. I also need to learn uh, where do I get a good burger? Uh-huh. Where do I get a good pizza yep. in Calgary? Where do I get some wings? Where can I get my pants hemmed because I have short femurs? I need all these answers. Uh, we're going to take your phone calls at the, in about 10 minutes or so. Short femur gang. And I think we're going to give away a pair of tickets to the Flames and Kraken tonight down at the Dome. And just one, well, first of all, you got to call in and give me some suggestions. Second of all, you have to be able to go to the game tonight. Don't just win the tickets and don't use them. Please, we want you to use the tickets. Especially because it's such a hassle to do your name and then, oh, I'm just going to send a buddy. And No, don't. Just, if you can go, yeah. enter. Yeah. Don't create a headache for you and us and your pals and all that stuff. If you can go, call in, win the tickets. I'd love that. Have yourself a damn good time. Yep. Bitter powder, a couple pops maybe. Sure. Dome foam. Yep. Down the hatch. Mm-hmm. Big flames win for sure. And everyone will be happy. I love it. We'll do that coming up at 8.30. But right now, um, do, you, do you follow For the Win on Twitter? It's just they have like... For the Win. Yeah, it's a USA Today site, and they just put like fun stories and stuff. I think that I do. Yeah, it's fine. Like I, I kind of I looked through it, and then I saw a headline of uh, 32 of the most watchable teams uh, in the NHL. And I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe our listeners... Would like to hear this. Let me give you the list of some other Canadian teams before I get to the Flames. All 32 teams were ranked by USA Today on their watchability heading into this season. The Habs are 26th. Mm. The Jets are 25th. Yep, that makes sense. The Canucks are 20th. Really? What's that? Yeah, I guess. I know. Like, how often do you want to tune in to watch Thatcher Demko? Stop you want to hear my uh, Red Hot Canucks take that I always asked people in Vancouver? Yeah, sure. I think They're going to love it I think it Elias Peterson's, Patterson is way overrated. Yeah, last year was not very good. I, I don't think he's it. I just, I don't get it. With a, I just watch him and I'm like, okay. I remember Size is an issue. I know he has an incredible wrist shot, but he needs somebody to feed him the puck. He doesn't create too much of his own space. He's a small guy. I don't get it. I don't think he's... In his first couple of years, I think he surprised a lot of people. He did. With the way that he could shoot the puck. Yes. And now they're Incredible like, release. Well, we should just like not give this guy that much space. Yeah. And he's got decent hands. He's got decent boots. But it's not like it sets him that far apart that he can beat I, anybody one and on one. I'm not saying he's a bad player. No, nope, like, 100%. I don't think you can... I don't think he can be a franchise linchpin. 
That's all I'm saying about Elias. Would you rather have current Bo Horvat or Elias Pedersen in three years? Bo Horvat, I think. Yeah, I think I would too. And again, I know there's Canucks fans out here. That's great. Mm-hmm. But just from where I was, way out east. I don't think you're wrong. I didn't get it. I don't think you're wrong. So Canucks 20th. This one's surprising because they're one of the most inconsequential franchises in the league. <laughs> the Ottawa Senators at 10. But they're going to be yeah, fun but, to watch. But the, and they... they Every off-season story had a Senators tie. Yeah. They're going to be fun to watch. Like, even... That he, top six. Yeah, it's going to be insane. You can put them up against anybody in the NHL, that top six. Sure, they have no blue line and no goaltending. Going to be a lot of fun games for the Senators. Yeah, yeah, They're building a new rink. I, they are. I know. Yeah, it's, you really... You, I'm just uh, saying they for are. For a show, are you really going to go down that road? No, I'm not. I'm just saying they're building a new rink. Um, exciting team. I always yeah. wonder how it's going to be when you airdrop in you know, two elite guys into your top six, and you're like, hey, Stutzla, look, we just got you a couple new guys. Yeah. Uh, Usually, a little bit slow to start, but the chemistry will come. And I think when you're bringing in a guy like Claude Giroux, like, okay, sure, that'll go in no problem. That'll be fine. Claude Giroux had the most legendary, like, excuse that, remember he had that hand injury, and he says he broke it golfing? Yeah. Like, the golf club broke and then somehow went into his hand? Yeah. He had some sort of story that he can I do remember that I, I, I again I don't want to you know cast aspersions here but a golf accident maybe alcohol was involved I don't want to say for sure because I don't know I wasn't there wow but the club breaking the way it did and hurting his hand I don't think that generally happens at the golf course what if it's just like a straight tomahawk into the dirt and he just snapped it at the grip probably would need to be a little bit like, buckled I'm, too. But. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say that the clubs Claude Giroux was using were probably <laughs> nice. It's not like you're using your Uncle Bill's clubs that are 40 years old and they're golfers who are all dead on the clubs. <laughs> I'm not saying they're those types of clubs, but I'm probably saying it's a nice piece of golf equipment that he was using that somehow, some way, broke in his hands. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I don't know what happened. Well, it's crazy, weird, wildest thing to happen. Yeah, you know what? You're probably right, George. I bet he had a couple pops. I'm I'm not I'm not saying. But I just think it was a little fishy. You guys hit the breaking news splitter. Okay, so no, no, it's not that's not breaking news at all. Uh Senators number ten. Uh do you want to do Calgary now? Are or they the next team in the list? Yeah, Canadian team wise. They're number so they're... six on the list. Oh. Here's uh here's the reason. You ready to hear it? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh no one thought the Flames could possibly be off season winners after losing both Goudreau and Tuchuk. Kachuk, but here they are. Calgary uh, recouped its losses and then some by acquiring Jonathan Huberto, Mackenzie Wieger, Nazem Kadri, and just in the span of the month, possibly making them even better than they were before. The Flames were already one of the most fun NHL teams to follow last season. These additions only fuel the fire even more, possibly the second best team in the West. Yeah, I think that's very fair. Yeah, I think that makes them very watchable. You go and you look back at the offseason and listen, like there were points going into it and I know you know even me being here no shortage of questions around the station it was like well are we going to be covering a rebuild here like what is oh going to happen and then Gaudreau leaves and you're like oh this is looking like we're covering a rebuild especially when Kachuk asked for his trade yeah. and then they brought back a bunch of legit NHL players and it really changed the game and yes they got an awesome cadre as well you bring that in, uh, a team that won the division last year. The Battle of Alberta is probably going to be 
big this season again, although they only play three times, and it's something that you have to mention every time you mention the Battle of Alberta now this year, George. That's something that we have to mention every time. They only play three times, and we're very upset about it. Okay. We're very upset about it. They're exciting. They made the changes. They were good last year, onwards and upwards. Oilers number four on the list. Yeah, Connor McDavid. Sure. Yeah. He's exciting to watch. Yes. Anytime you turn on the TV and it's Connor McDavid, he you, does stuff. You could have your breath taken away. Uh, the Maple Leafs are number three. <laughs> did you write the list? I did. You know, I'm not a Leaf fan. See, right away, you're throwing me under the bus. I'm going to make sure you never pack my parachute if we ever go <laughs> skydiving, man. That needs to go in the fine jar, too, saying you're a Leafs fan. I, I totally <laughs> did not say I was a Leafs no, fan. No, 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 no. I'm saying you are not a Leafs fan. Maddie implying you're a Leafs fan mm, should go in yeah. the fine jar. Listen, I've already heard it on no. the text line. We can't make that a fine. I want to make that one of my bits. All right. That I keep implying that George is a big Leafs fan <laughs> because he really isn't. Like, Because I know you were talking to me. Maddie and I went for a drink last night, and Maddie was like, do you think Tavares and Nylander can have chemistry on the second line? That's <laughs> not what, what he was natural. doing. And he's like, should they move Marner back with Tavares because Tavares now can't even win his five-on-five well, minutes, I'm really especially in that in, series against yeah. the Lightning. So maybe have Marner back with them well, so he can hit the 40-goal plateau because obviously Matthews can drive his own line. Like, this was he was telling me the whole time. I was just wondering about Mitch Marner and the move to defense and how that's going to make him win the Norris Trophy. Wow. He'll be Kale McCarr 2.0. <laughs> All right, Leafs number three. Bonk, bonk, uh, Tampa bonk. Bay Lightning number two. On that feels high. It does. Yeah, they're good. We I'm, know. I'm over And we're it. all sick of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Kick rocks. And then the Steven Cup Steven Stamkos and Braden Point, we love you. But apart uh, from that, beat it. Uh, the Stanley Cup champ. And John Cooper. Avalanche, number one. For obvious reasons. They're must-watch. That too. feels like a cop-out. You just put the Stanley Cup champs from last year in the top two, and then you threw a handful of Canadian teams in the top ten, and the ones that did the most movement. Yeah, like, I guess. So we're, Okay, know. but where like, should the I Flames that, be? I think the Flames are in a good spot where they are. Number six on this list? Yeah. So what are the top five? Okay, so I gave you uh, Oilers number four, Leafs number three, Lightning number two, Avalanche number one, the Rangers number five. Mm. Why the Rangers? All they do is rely on Shesterkin to make a bajillion saves for them. That's a USA Today story, isn't it? Uh, it is. Yeah, that might okay. be a bit of it, perhaps, but... I guess they like. Huh, I'm excited to see what Zabanajit does and Kreider and Panarin, but at the same time, I kind of expect the same. I think one of the more exciting things with the Rangers this year is what is Lafreniere, what is Kako, yeah. what is Heedle. Are they all long-term Rangers mm-hmm. after they were so good in the postseason? But yeah, five seems high. But that feels Rangers. like a big market team too, yeah, so they get course. a little bit of a bump there. Yeah, thirty-two was Arizona. Uh, dead last was uh, Philadelphia. Really? Yeah, they're going to suck this Even year. with Torts? I'd watch them just for Torts. Yeah, like yeah. there's watchability there with mm. Tortorella, though. Tourier's hurt, though. He's out long term. Same with Ellis. It's the same deal as last Blackhawks year. 31, Sharks 30, Buffalo Sabres 29. How dare they besmirch the good city of Buffalo? You know my affinity for How the city of Buffalo. How have you not sa- brought up Arizona yet? Yeah, they're. And or Seattle. They're playing in a, Arizona's 28. I think Arizona with the college environment might make it a little more exciting. Mm. Yeah, three thousand intrigued. Like the the games aren't going to be. It's embarrassing. It will be embarrassing. It's Mickey Mouse. It's embarrassing. 
Come on, God man. Forbid they make Dude, the playoffs in the next I'm intrigued years. to see them play in a rink that no professional sports team should be playing in. <laughs> I am intrigued to see it the first time, and then I'll go, oh, yeah, this looks about as big of a joke as I thought it did. Yeah. All right, that's enough Coyotes hockey for the season. But at least there'll be people there from other teams watching the games, and it'll look pretty full. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. The Tucson Can we do a show from Arizona? Can the, that happen? The Tucson Roadrunners seat like four times yeah. the amount of people. Can we do that? Can we do a show in Arizona? Can that happen? Sure. Yeah. Why not? All right. We can do whatever we want, George. Okay. Well, th- somebody's got to pay for it. Somebody's oh. got to pay for that. Oh. Financi- we- financially, I have no idea how okay. we'll do it. But You're listening out there. Maddie and I want to go to Arizona. Watch the Flames and Coyotes. Mm-hmm. Do some shows from there. Golf in Scottsdale. That sounds like a weekend to me. Sure. Let's do it. We bring in listeners or are we just do it? Yeah, this? we can bring listeners. Yeah, okay. Listeners can come. Okay, so whoever's listening, who can put that together? We'll go to ASU. Yep. We'll watch the Flames beat the... Can I tell you I've been down in that area? The Sun ASU. Devils? Yeah, I've been down there in Tempe. Good. I went to a bar uh-huh. called the Library. Was it quiet? No. Oh. All the uh, the fine young ladies working there, schoolgirl outfits. Hmm. They were Party lovely. Party school. Hmm. And there, there might have been instances where they were dancing on the bar and on tables at certain points. Of this the sounds very little like most libraries I've been to. That's right. So you're at, you're asked the question, where'd you go? I just went to the library. <laughs> Pretty clever bar name. Mm, good for them. Yeah. It's, just an, go, it's a fine establishment. Just going to, it's I don't even know if it's still open. It's been so study. many years ago. Probably well, closed. Here we go. But it was we'll a good Google time. Yeah, well, if, only if we had a machine to look such things up. The like. library. All right. Uh, we got to take your phone calls. I want to hear from you, Calgary. Oh, I closed. Come on, man. Did in, John Tapper get there and try to rescue it? In in 2010. Yeah. Why don't we call the why don't we call it the book uh suppository? Shut, Shut it down. Yeah. I didn't like your attitude last night. You have a propensity to throw stuff on tables. Did you know that? <laughs> I can show him I'm a sweet girl. All right. Uh we want to hear from you, Calgary. 403 240 444 Four. Where's the best place for a burger, some wings, some pizza, get my hair cut? I want, I'm all about Calgary right now. I want to hear from you and your chance to win some Flames tickets tonight. Cracking Flames down at the Dome. One more segment to go. Matt Rose, George Russick, The Big Show, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Listen, there's no certainties in life. No. We're all day to day. Yeah. Hey, what's that commercial you see on the sports shows these days? You know, the odds of your mom and dad meeting and then conceiving you are very limited, like the odds of you hearing your telephone, you know, that type of thing. Okay. Odds are limited. Take advantage. Uh, I'm looking, I'm already looking forward to tomorrow's show, but we got some business to take Do care of first. Are the people coming up? No, we, we're taking some phone calls. I want to hear from the people of Calgary. Oh, man. I made the giant move across the country. You're cracking open Pandora's box. I am. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to get here. Plague, I have no idea. Sickness, sins. Maybe. That's what was in Pandora's box. I, don't I, know. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear from the people of Calgary. Where's the best place to get some pizza? I'm a pizza aficionado, although I gave you Domino's and a chain thing like that I want to hit. But like there's great pizza in Niagara Falls. Frank's is awesome. Like one of the mm-hmm. downtown, downtown Niagara Falls is gritty. Like it is gritty. Got a little uh, snarl to it out there. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it would be like a like a yellow tooth snarl, <laughs> like a a golden smile snarl. 
like that type nicotine stained smiles. Yeah, it makes you a little uneasy. You're like, that's that's not a very welcoming smile. It ain't what you used to be, but delicious pizza place on Bridge Street in Niagara Falls, Frank's Pizza. You're welcome for the shutout. Let me write that down. uh, If uh, anybody's on their way there, Um, wanted to hear from you. Um, 403 240 4444. Give me some give me some suggestions being a brand new Calgarian. Let's start things off with Matt. Matt, good morning. Thanks for calling. Morning. What do I do? Where do I need to go to get these things? Oh, hey, yeah. Hey, Matt. Best place for pizza, I would yes. say uh, Pizza Culture in Edmonton Trail. Unbelievable real Italian pizza. Okay. Um, another suggestion, I would say Signore's up in Bennington. Ooh. Home of the original Donair Pizza. Ooh. Big thing hey. out here. Donair Pizza. Humongous oh, out here. You got to try it. All right. Uh, thanks for the call. And oh, you, okay, you yeah. want my uh, suggestions for burgers and everything else oh, yeah, as well? Sure. Or what? Lay it on me, Matt. All right, so burgers, I would say Peter's. I'm sure you've heard of it. This is a really well, contentious have heard of it topic. By now, but a lot of people are saying burgers. it's overrated, Matt. A lot of people are well, saying it's overrated. I would say if you're just going for the burgers, you're probably a little bit overrated. But package it in with the... Uh, Milkshakes, everything else, you're good to go. All right, Matt. Thanks for the call, pal. Try, try Iceberg, too. I-Y-Y-C-Berg. Okay. Love it. Thanks, Iceberg. pal. Thanks that for the call. All right, Matt. Good stuff. There you go. There's Matt. These pizza places, Pizza Culture, mm-hmm. have you been there? Have no, I, had, I, I hadn't been to either of the pizza places you mentioned. Okay. I also don't leave the Beltline very much. Okay. Like the downtown area, it's tough to get me north of the river, um, kind of... South of really, I would say, yeah, really south of 17th. I don't love to peruse past that far too much. Okay. Uh, I like being downtown. All my stuff's here. And neither of those uh, fit the bill. I am uh, not too far from I'm moving to the belt line. Yeah. I'm Uh, excited for you to join in. I'm like a five minute walk away from the radio station. Yeah. It's going to be. I did that on purpose. You got a nice spot too. Do I? They got, they got a pizza spot in that place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Brand new open. I actually haven't been there yet. I'm giving you false information. Oh, okay. Well, it's... It My favorite terrible. pizza place is actually really good. Which is? Actually really good. Oh. That's the name of it. Okay. Clever, right? Said, it is. It's very clever. See, I Just got like you the there. bar with the library? Yeah. Where you go in the library? The library. Less strippers at the pizza place. I don't know why you uh, thought sorry, they were stripping. I, <laughs> I just said they wore schoolgirl outfits. Yeah. They weren't stripping. I got confused because. Do you think I visit those types of places? No, I wouldn't. But this person on the text line asked about it too. Is Russick in the market for like those type of bars or is he all tied down? I. (laughs) Listen, if there is a bar of that quality that Matt and I would visit. I'm not. I'm not totally Listen, against. I'm not against it. We got to hit all the institutions. I'm just saying. I used to go to those types of bars when I was a lot younger, like mm-hmm. 19 and 20. Like that was the spot because you're like, oh my god, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. But then when you get a little older, you're like, eh, yeah, I, I don't really need it. I don't really need it. I'm right there with you. It's not really for me. I haven't been in a long time. Yeah, I used to go a lot when I was younger. Not so much the last couple decades. Um, Jesse, thanks for calling in, pal. Jesse, give, give me some give me some Calgary suggestions that I need to hit up. Jesse, are you there? Hey. Yeah. You're on the radio. How's it going, pal? Uh, the best pizza place is A Pizza, A Pizza Plus on Bow Trail on 45th Street, Southwest. 
Okay. Do you work there? Is that why you're saying this? No. Okay. I'm from Calgary. That's why I was calling. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Great stuff. Okay. Have Bye. you been there? A Pizza Plus? Yep. Haven't been there. No. Wait, no. Are, are you a, I haven't are you a pizza guy? Like, Yeah, I'm a pizza guy. There's a lot of pizza places around. Okay. And uh, I also don't know if A Pizza Plus, where is this? Down in Bonas? Uh, it's too far for me, George. That's out of that's out of your delivery that's way zone. Too far. That's out of your zone. That's uh, that's too far. Forty fifth and Boat Trail. It's uh, southwest here, buddy. Yeah, it's up Boat Trail. That's I, too far. I'm gonna take all of your word for it. And I'm a guy like uh, when they go, oh, you got to go west on this. I go, I left or right? Like which? See, no, I'm I'm very much a directional person. Okay. Like I I've actually very. Um, I wouldn't say aggressive, but tried to get my better half to be like, babe, it's very important that you learn the directions mm-hmm. just for when you, you need call them. her, babe. Yeah, of course. That's nice. Babe, pat on the butt. Well, you got to know your directions. Did, you, did she give you consent to do that? And then she says, you're right. I got to know my directions. Mm-hmm. And you're an idiot. Okay. And then onwards with our day does she write the she goes back to work and i go back to playing video games does she write does she use the write your when she says that when she texts you you're an idiot um she usually says it to my face oh okay and typically uses the right your okay yeah usually cody thanks for calling into sportsnet 960 give me some calgary tips cody uh good morning gents welcome to calgary thanks pal sure i speak glad to have you thank you uh before i get started back uh, golfing uh i did that so it is entirely possible i mean i i can, can tell you honestly so um sorry but, sorry uh, cody it, you cut out you did what on the golf course wear jeans oh i no i broke my hand like you know it is it is possible i okay. broke my hand swinging a club no no so. no but but did the club break and then go into your hand i know it's possible uh, to break your hand on a root or something but did it yeah. snap in half and then somehow magically found your way into your hand like it yeah, snapped it, at the shaft it did. It did, and it it fractured my scaphoid. Okay, your scapula. Yeah, it, no, a scaphoid. Scaphoid. Or scaphoid. Yeah, scaphoid. Scaphoid. Yeah, yeah, that one. The little tiny bone. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. As far as like burger places, I know you got the Peters call already. I mean, Peters is an establishment. I get it. But if you're looking for a, the best burger shake combo in Calgary, like Boogie's, hundred percent, all the way. All right, Cody. This. Yeah. I can attest to. Okay. This what kind of I shake, can Cody? Fully get behind. What kind of shake? I'm a I'm a big fan of the fat Elvis. Okay. So <laughs> definitely, definitely the move there. Yeah, I think you're in the minority of the fat Elvis. And thanks for the call, Cody, because everyone <laughs> yeah. likes like everyone likes thin leather jacket Elvis when he's doing the comeback special, but not super fat dying on the toilet Elvis with a fried <laughs> peanut butter and banana sandwich in his in his in his suck hole. While he said goodbye to this world, nobody wonder, liked that Elvis. I wonder what they what do they put in there. Um, I do really like boogies, and they okay. make great shakes. But now I'm intrigued by what's actually inside the fat Elvis. Oh, here we go: peanut butter, banana, and bacon. Wow! In a milkshake. Bacon in a milkshake. Hmm. It's not just for breakfast, lunch, and dinner anymore. Kyle, thanks for calling Sportsnet 960. Give me some Calgary, Kyle. Lay it on me, pal. Hey, how's it going? Uh, welcome yeah. to Calgary, uh, George. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, I got to agree with the last uh, caller. Peter's overrated. 
Uh, Boogie's is definitely the best in Calgary, and uh, the Boog Mac is the way to go. Ooh, okay. The Boog Mac. Um, yeah. Uh, in terms of pizza joints, I uh, can't go wrong with Una. Uh, they got one down mm. on 17th, and I think one new one up uh, West Hills area. So those are two really good uh, uh, places to go to get a burger and a pizza. Uh, Kyle, uh, do you uh, suffer with the affliction like I do that you need to get your ha- pants hemmed? Do you have a spot for that too? Because I have short My- femurs. Do you have short femurs? Uh, I got a long torso uh, and long legs, so no, I don't need to get okay. my head. So you're in. like a spider. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> sort of, yeah. Okay, Kyle. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the suggestions. Okay. Thanks, guys. There you go. Spider Kyle. Yeah. A couple, uh, couple uh, little tidbits there. Yeah, I like it. So I got to try this boogies out now. Now I'm, I'm really intrigued. It's quite good. Yeah? It's uh, probably my go-to for burgers mm. if... If... I'm not going to the joint that is in the bottom of my building, which is high five. Ooh. Oh, potato buns, smash burgers, all the house-made sauces you could dream of. Really enjoy it. Awesome. And um, plus they do a really good chicken sandwich and they do hot dogs. Every once in a while you want a bit of a You know what? A I, flashy dog. I'm already learning so much from you, but from your refined palate of burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. I have like gout. you are such. It's bad. You have such an international palate. I really like don't. what. What Chablis are you pairing with your hot dog? Like <laughs> what? What wine is Matt Rose having with his Frankfurter? I like uh, yeah. a nice jam jamé. Okay, I think is how it's pronounced. Okay, you like the organic um, ones. Chaux de Pope. Okay, that's very good. See, I'm just butchering. Can I get wine a Chardonnay? To, yeah, Chardonnay. Uh, Richard. Thanks for calling Sportsnet 960. Give me some Calgary tips, Richard. Hey, how's it going? Good. So I just heard your last caller talk about Una Pizza down on 17th. Yeah. It's just amazing. Like, we were down there having some pops, and we stumbled across it, and the wife just loved it. And, like, it was just amazing. Like, they have lots of fancy apps and stuff, but I was gorging on the pizza because it was amazing. I love it. Thanks for the call, pal. Yeah. Great oh, stuff. and uh, oh, yeah. stitch, it, 